everybody i would like to welcome you to another episode of pop culture gems this is a series where i davis green talk to amazing creators artists cosplayers voice actors and so much more if you like the interviews we do with our terrific guests like follow and subscribe to the youtube channel the cfg channel we release pop culture gems on all podcast services and also on our main website con if you also would like to support the show that'd be awesome if you go to our other our website the cfg.store where you can be a vip member and see this completely uninterrupted today i am talking to a voice actor who has been in the game fairly recently but she is making waves already they have uh, they've been they've been playing characters like uh short in reborn as a vending machine i now wander as a dungeon violet saint george in the ancient maga magus battles season two but you definitely know her as Tomo from Tomo-chan is a girl. I would like to welcome Lexi Nieto to the show. How are you doing today? Oh man, I'm doing great. What an intro, man. It's, it's good to hear my resume. Like, I'd be like, what have I been in? I don't even remember. <laughs> it's always, uh, yeah, I definitely love it. You know what I also like to, I like to try to do though too, because I mean, I know, I know you're fairly new. You've been in the game, but you're, like I said, you've been, you've been doing an awesome job of uh, just, you know, getting yourself out there. And it's really cool. But like, I love it when people have like a, like decade long resume list. And then I right. love choosing the series that they probably have forgotten what it was but I'm like, <laughs> yeah exactly like how do i know what, what's gonna get them the most be like really you picked that one but also like, it's like yeah i did my research thank you <laughs> yes you were, it's like you remember that it's like yeah oh, i yeah. love it <laughs> it's so great absolutely yes but uh i'm, I'm weird that way but anyway it's <laughs> not weird i think that's special i think that's a good way to make someone feel special for sure yeah that's good thank you and uh but let's get into it i definitely want to talk about uh geek out with you today so oh Yes, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Very awesome. Now, uh, but I, just, I always like to ask this to all voice actors that come on here. Um, but uh, what is your story? Uh, like, what got you into the voice acting world? Yeah, um, I, like most folks, didn't start here, obviously. Um, I Theater is my main, my main gig, my main love. Um, but I didn't even start that until I was, I think, about nine. Um I did wow. school plays, school musicals, like the annual thing. It wasn't like, you know, no big deal. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make this my career when I grow up. I was just like, no, I really like doing this, but I'm definitely going to be a visual artist when I grow up because that's what everybody compliments me for. And that's what everybody is nicest to me about. And they would kind of, they weren't so nice about, you know, my singing and my wanting to perform and everything. But everyone was like, oh, draw me, draw me. You're so, you're so good at drawing, draw me. Um, so by the time I got to high school, I was like, okay, I'm not doing theater anymore. Nobody likes it when I do that. I'm going to do, I'm going to get into visual art and that's what I'm going to do. And I took one art class my freshman year of high school. And I said, I'm not going to do art as my <laughs> career because I realized the second that somebody else is telling me what to draw, I don't want to draw anymore. I just want to draw what I want to draw when I want to draw it. Um, so that I realized it's, it's much more of a hobby than it is like a, a career choice. I don't, like it that much and I don't have the patience to spend a lot of time on different pieces and stuff. Um, and you know, with the, with the way that artists have to like crank out different pieces for commission stuff. Like I just, I know, unfortunately from experience, I'm not, that's not the game for me. <laughs> um, so did musical theater in college. Um, but at, you know, at the time, as I was drawing all the time in like middle school around seventh grade, I super, super got into not just anime, but, watching English voice actor panels on YouTube. 
So like I'd finish a series and then I'd end up watching more hours of panels on YouTube than I would like the actual anime. And I was that friend in the friend group who was like, oh, that's this character. They This this actor voices this character in this show and this character in this show and this one and this one. Did you know that this voice like my friends were like, I don't care. I just want to watch the anime and draw the characters. Um, so were I was you super, like a, super. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you like a uh, like, did you like, were you hardcore in English dubs like back yes, during that time? 100%. Too, so? One hundred percent. No, I was not. I I still. I mean, uh, this is probably like a, a knock on me, but I still don't really know sub actors that will like, even if they've been in everything and anything I've seen. I was a diehard English dub fan, and it wasn't like a, you know, f the sub. Like, no, I was like, yeah. every, both of them are amazing. I just, I can, I can see the actors in America when I go to conventions. So that to me was like this amazing concept to be able to do that was like, wow. So it just made me more excited to see their work and be connected to them as just as actors and as human beings. Um, So yeah, I was super obsessed with them when I was in middle school and then it kind of fizzled out in high school when the theater bug came back and then college was like, I'm theater. I don't care about anime, but then I played persona five and then I was like, oh, and then uh, on YouTube, the like Persona 5 voice actor panel started being uh, recommended to me. And I was like, oh, my God, am I about to go back into this black hole of death from middle school? And I did. And honestly, thank God I did, because then everything shut down in 2020. So all my live performance jobs were gone. Mm-hmm. And I had just recently met my roommate and friend who's who bought this printer, actually, <laughs> um, because she had like name dropped Jerry Jewell in just a casual conversation about anime. And I was like, hold on. Do you know English dub voice actors? And we like freaked out around each other. Cause I was like, I haven't been able to talk about this since I was like 13. What the heck? And we were like, what if we, I don't know, messed around and moved to Dallas and tried to get into Funimation Crunchyroll. And now we have, we did that. And now we are both in the Y'all both got into it too yeah. by doing wow that yeah. is crazy is she also a voice actor as well she or? is she is um it's kirsty johnson she mostly like what she's known for in the community she's actually one of the two um talent coordinators at mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. so she got into the office and then also made her way into the booth and showed everybody that she's a freaking natural and she's excellent at what she does um wow. So yeah, she hasn't been able to do too much of the booth side just because of office things and you know having a full time job, but um, yeah, she's incredible. She's so good. That is so crazy. Like uh, that, I love that. I love that. Uh, this, you know, it's kind of funny because like now when you found the person that was similar to what you liked, it, the dam broke. And no, exactly, totally exactly. Flooded. And oh, t- like wow. truly, completely, and truly changed my life. Wow. Y'all both were in the same area? Like y'all were both like was this college for like you met you met each other at college and then y'all moved. We over actually here? met after after college. It was this is we're we're really getting in the weeds here. So uh, uh, as soon as I graduated, because like I said, I um I'm from Central Florida. I grew up in Tampa and then I moved to Orlando for college. Um and then I worked at Universal for one year before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um and so my trainer at Universal for the role that I you know, tr- like got the job at Universal for, um, who also now lives with us and also is a voice actor. Her name is Jacqueline Thomas. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're all, dude, we're all in the game. Um, she introduced me. So my, who I moved with is her best friend. So oh. I actually met her when Jacqueline, my trainer invited me over to her house to play D and D with all of them. And so I was like, oh my God, I was like, I was super intimidated because I was like, oh my God, these are all her really cool friends that are all really good at this game that I've never played. And like Kirsty just 
like dominated like she came in with her personality and was so good and was so committed to the like her character and was so like really good at being a leader and she i know that if she listens to this she'll be like what are you talking about you're lying but it's just the truth it's the truth um i was like oh, really oh i really really want to be her friend she's so cool um and now here we are it's really awesome that is that's awesome i love that story that is so yeah. cool oh uh, yeah especially when you're bringing other people into it <laughs> oh exactly yeah. i was like hey you know this thing that you didn't think that you thought was possible i think you should do it because you deserve to do it and you're also really good at it naturally yeah it's pretty much so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all that it's like you know uh and uh like uh uh what uh like what do you like and uh, when you're like away from vo doing voiceover work what do you like to do when you're away from uh, from or performing itself like what do you like to do oh god see perform that's a whole other thing performing in general that's ugh. um <laughs> what do i like to do? i do i sometimes enjoy drawing like i really is especially within the past couple of years, like I really have to be in the mood. But mm -hmm. when I find like when, a, when an obsession gets like big enough, oh my God, I can spend, I went 10 hours without doing anything else, excuse me, about a year or two ago, working on a piece that I got really excited about. And I was like, oh, I should probably go eat something. <laughs> um, so that's sometimes it. I also enjoy the occasional video game. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that has to like, it has to be one that I'm like, oh, I'm really excited about this. I eat Persona 5. Like I would wake up at whatever ungodly hour of the morning and play until I went to sleep and then wake up the next day and do the same thing again until <laughs> I finished it. And same thing with um, Animal Crossing when New Horizons first came out. Oh my God. It, I was like, this that was like oh I, I was see i would go on walks because this was pandemic time so i'd go on walks with my parents and i'd be like this that would be a cool furniture item for my i'm like uh, this is real life this is real life stop, stop, get out of it. um That's i also funny. love um more recently i've been into music stuff <laughs> um, yes i saw your youtube video trying yeah, about that oh, that's man. really cool yes thank you for watching that that's so yes. kind yeah i, I that, then this is very like it's really just it's really just him and his collaborators that I just I love them man they're just the coolest ever and I you know what, you know what I love about you and this is oh, funny, it's like, like, I'm just saying it's because it's just like like you have an idea you have so you have a you just go and but you just go and you just go and do it <laughs> like you don't even like you just you just like hey this is my target this is what I'm wanting to do this is in oh, my man. mind I'm just gonna go and it's just I just love how you just how you just push yourself to go and uh go out there because like you like even I mean the worst case is them like anyone saying no and then you're just but you're still but you still pursue it i mean it's just like that's thank you so much very admirable yeah thank you and, and and what goes behind the scenes that sort of you know nobody sees is the hours of anxiety and agony that i'm like should i do it i don't know what do i do what if i what if they say what if they say no what if that and then having to rip myself out of that and be like just post the damn thing like just to do it um so trust me there there's a lot of like battles going on in here when that happens so thank you mm -hmm. for saying that that does really mean a lot thank you but i mean it's just i mean just like just i mean the the journey alone that you've already done with this and then plus like with a video i saw on youtube and it's like wow <laughs> you're just you're definitely just you're 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 like even though you may have that those 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 dancers those are not slowing you down you know thank you thank yeah you, so you just much. you still do i love it though <laughs> it's really good i appreciate that thank you uh-huh yeah and, oh, like, and then uh, another thing i remembered it, this kind of goes into performing kind of but i also host at conventions also so I will be the like moderator for Q and A's and stuff and like interviewing. I love doing what you are doing right now. I, yes. oh my God, I love to do it so much. I love 
getting to really? talk to people and ask them questions about their careers and like pick their brains about how they, you know, how they are, where they are. I'm, oh, I just, I love it so much. You know, it's funny. I'm actually, I just recently, I personally, I've never done it before. My friends said we actually tried doing it. And then I was like, I would love to, but I have no idea what I need to do to do, to get that done. So then I, uh, but then, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I've been talking with, uh, I think actually, I think you went to the show, uh, anime frontier. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I was hosting there. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did a couple Q and A's there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I've been talking to uh, the the VP on, on that in the back, like literally like a past month, and then she's like said, uh, it's like uh, talk to me when we get a little bit sooner to the thing. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'll try that. This I, yeah, I think I'll try did you it like this time. the press? So they when they yes. like you do the press, cool, very yes. cool. Yeah, I yeah. Was, yeah, I've been doing press for them for about three years now already. Nice. So, okay, cool. And so I have a really good like you know uh, uh, decorum with them. Like I'm really I have really good uh, really good connections with the people there. And, and they're uh, great. Left field is oh yeah, that's I excellent people. Excellent yeah. people. I want to try. I really want to try to go into Anime NYC. I've like oh dude, chance, I just yeah. went for the first time this past year. How is just, it? just for fun. It was. I mean, it's it's incredible. I I did admittedly post up at Rico's table for most of the weekend <laughs> just because I was like a safe place. But it was also cool because then people would come up and they'd be like, oh, wait a minute, which was really weird and crazy but that was that was it was super fun <laughs> but yeah the, they yeah, have this... a ton of stuff going on there Oh, uh, Javits Center. Oh, you know, it's huge. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredible place. Yeah, like I've been to a New York Comic Con. I've done it like a couple, oh, several man. times. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then I've never, but I've always wanted to try the anime convention because I know they use the same space. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, it has to be just as big, right? And it's uh, huge. It's yeah. so huge. I didn't even get to see all of it while I was there. Yeah, it usually takes about twice. <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. <laughs> the panel rooms that like I mean, but the dealer hall is just enormous. Oh my god, insanely enormous. enormous. Yeah, I just I like it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen one time, but uh, and then like then even even when you're not even in Javits, it's just you're in downtown. You're in Manhattan, oh, man. You're like it's my favorite place in the whole wide yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, it's my it favorite actually, place. It's a great place. Like, did you go see any shows? Like, any, any, oh my uh, god, okay, because okay. Again, we're, now we're opening up the floodgates again. Just the other side. <laughs> yes. Because um, again, musical theater is my my number one. I want to I want to live in New York. I don't know when, but I would like it to be soon. I want to. That is where mm -hmm. I want to be. That's where I want to end up. Mm -hmm. Um. So last time I well second to last time I visited during that time of Anime NYC, I was there for two and a half weeks because I was just like, forget it. I'm my friend is going out of town for Thanksgiving. I can stay in her apartment by myself. Oh. It was amazing. I saw, what did I see? Shark is broken. Cause I love uh -huh. Alex Brightman. He's my favorite person. Um, oh my God. I saw shocked. Hilarious. So oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the future was fun. The way there's a back to the future. Is there a musical? It's it a back sure to the future is a musical. musical. Oh my God. Okay. I gotta look that one up. Yeah, <laughs> I, hold that yeah, one. <laughs> I would say, honestly, there's a, there's a crazy special effect with the DeLorean at the very end of the show. That was, I, I will admit worth the ticket price alone. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely, I mean, the performers in that show, the the ensemble especially, kills in that show. Oh really? my god, they're they are working overtime in that show. It's amazing. Oh my god, I love that. That's so great. Yeah. But I haven't been, I haven't been in the, I haven't been to a show in a long time. But I remember uh, I was there pre pandemic. Um, actually, oh man, I went, yeah, I loved uh, like uh, 
what was it? Which ones I went? I went to go see How to Succeed in Business without even trying. Oh when, my uh, god! Yeah, wow. Den- yeah, but it was uh, that was old. That's that like was back like back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Daniel Radcliffe when Daniel right, Radcliffe was running. That's, that's, yeah, that's so yeah, cool that you saw yeah. that though. That's and really then, yeah. Then Hamilton when uh oh, the first sick. the first session okay. of Hamilton nice. uh, with that yeah. And then um the one I'm really really wanting to go to, but and I'm really it's really I'm ashamed that I haven't seen it yet. Is Wicked? I've never seen Wicked. Oh before. my god! You well you have. <laughs> It is. I mean, knock on wood, it's not closing anytime soon. Oh, so God. you have yeah. plenty of time to go see that. It'll always yeah. be there at the Gershwin for sure. Oh, definitely. Well, God, yes. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not in any hurry for that one, but because like, I'm okay with most of that stuff, but like uh, uh, the only one I really was a big fan of were like really Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber shows, and then uh-huh. well, oh Kiki Boots, R-I-P. I love I love oh, Kiki, Kiki Boots. Boots. Yes. Yeah, that's another one I saw. That was Kiki Boots oh, is a great one too. Man, I don't know. Man, I know. I I'm going off track. I love well, musicals. I could too. get into it. I broke. I, that, this is my first love. I just <laughs> I just went back um a, like a month ago. Just like what what's today? Yeah, almost exactly a month ago to mm-hmm. go see Alex Brightman and Spamalot. And Leslie Kritzer and James Monroe Iglehart and everybody else who's in it. They're all wow. ridiculous. I like randomly started crying during act one because I was like, I love, <laughs> I love these people so much. Oh no, that's funny. Oh no. It was that's so good. Great. It was oh, a, that was a great Jesus. night. Oh, it was awesome. Oh man, well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I know, man. I'm trying to get back on top. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's, sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's like, dude, we're geeks, we're nerds. We're, we're like, exactly. This is it's my like, favorite. Yeah, thing. that's what it is. Uh, yeah. So, like, uh, I know that you're like also a fan of anime. You said you've been, you were uh, an anime fan when you were going into middle school. Like, what are some of your favorite shows that you like to watch? Oh man, um, as of recent, like within recent years, my hero took over my life. Um, mm-hmm sort of it's it's the show that made me you know really connect with that friend group that played D. um but i started with oron oron was my first which is crazy because caitlin glass directed and cast me in tomo which is like that was uh, so stupid um and then i gotta adjust my headphones um soul eater i think is my all-time fave because mm-hmm. every time i go back to it i get very emotional because that was that was the one that really consumed my life that that summer between seventh and eighth grade or eighth and ninth grade, mm-hmm. um, Alchemist Brotherhood. I mean, it's all like the the big classics from around the like early mid two thousands. Right. Um, is that the is that the one that like is uh, was Soul Eater the one that kind of introduced you into it or like was it just Oran uh, was my first because it so okay. what happened was I watched Oran and then I watched Soul Eater immediately after and was like wait a second these guys sound familiar and then that's <laughs> sort of what opened up that black hole for me <laughs> was being like i need to do some research if this is the same person and then that was the beginning of my illness to where now me and kirsty you know we sit we turn on any show and we're like oh that person oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, we play a game like we're like hey can you this is a person doing something that's not usually their register can you tell who it is go <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love it that now since you're so familiar with all the back end people and the voices and I, i'm actually surprised though too because like when you go when you get i don't know did you ever like purchase anime on dvd or, or, yeah, I or have, like, the have? only anime that i have the whole series of oran is in my media cabinet out there in the living room oh, okay so you don't like the little bonuses like like i'm surprised that people have like both like you you actually went into the back side of the oh, dvd and just sit yeah. down and watch the bonuses oh that, my that's god i'm cool. listening to the commentary i'm watching the bloopers i'm watching the behind like behind the scenes like camera in the booth oh my god that's like i'll watch that before i'll watch the actual show like I've seen all, I literally like signed up for a Funimation subscription in 2021, whenever to go mm-hmm. watch all the special 
like special features for the my hero stuff that they had on the website wow i didn't like, know they did that it was like password locked but yeah oh i've seen all of those like videos from the booth interviews <laughs> with colleen about the direction oh dude i was in there Wow, that's so cool, man! The, yeah, I, that's awesome. And uh, I know uh, there's a series that you started during the pandemic, also like on YouTube that I love to watch too, as well, called Shonen Show to, uh, oh, Show Tunes. Yeah, uh, like what gave you the idea to create uh, to create that series? Oh gosh, well, really, it was um, Robbie Damon, Max Middleman, and Ray Chase doing the Lava Show at yes. Holiday Mystery in 2019. Mm-hmm. I went and saw that, and I was like, "This is." a brilliant idea. This is so wonderful to see you guys putting the skills that you don't always get to use in the booth, live entertainment, doing what you guys do and were trained to do at conventions, like giving your, like having this platform already. I just thought it was so brilliant. So originally it was just going to be um, a showcase, like just one cabaret with a bunch of voice actors who do musical theater actually in New York at a venue called 54 below. That was the original idea as I was like, I'm going to get all these guys together. And once I meet them and make those connections, I'm going to give them this idea. And when they're all in town for anime NYC or New York comic con, they'll all be in town to do this little concert. And of course pandemic hit. So I was like, well, this conventions aren't happening. <laughs> so I was like, let me contact some of these people and see if they'll at least want to be like interviewed. And then we can sort of kind of cook up the idea through YouTube and kind of see where it goes from there. Um, and I mean, it's, this is where the, the, my brain being so mean to me comes in because, you know, after doing well, three episodes now, now, now I know all the people that I want to talk to. Like I know them personally, I could text them, but I'm like, I'm scared. What if they, what if they think I'm annoying? What they, like, they literally know me now. I don't know. It's very silly, but I, it's, um, I'm happy that you brought it up though, because I just recently reached out to a couple more people to try and get it, really flowing and have like like one episode per month um anyway i sort of no i mean that's sort of, this is i don't exactly, know if i went off track here but no, you didn't. Yeah, you there's so good. many there's so many of these um voice actors that we work with that like i mean i get i have the luxury of living in dallas and seeing a lot of them in live theater like i'm literally going to see marissa duran tomorrow in romeo and juliet like what a dream what a <laughs> yes. freaking dream um so i get to see how fantastic they are at this other avenue of acting that not a lot of their fan base gets to see. So I wanted to bring that to them. Cause you know, obviously live theater, you can't, you know, I can't fly 2000 people who are all fans of this person to come see them in the show. Um, so to give them a, at least with the interviews to give them a little taste and also some background, I think it's also good for, you know, the plethora of young folks that always ask, what's your advice on how to become a voice actor i'm like well they talk about how they got into theater which is always the recommendation of Mm -hmm. like get into theater so those are the steps on how they got into theater you could see about doing that in your own area um plus also selfishly i'm like i want to know i want to know your favorite things about musical theater and all the plays that you've done and your favorite shakespeare play like i i i love that yeah, that's so great. Yeah, you know, it's actually kind of funny. It's like I, I talked to Marissa back in December about that, and I totally forgot she did. She does. She does Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Romeo and Ju- Juliet plays it. Did she? Yeah. Uh, she's also she's also Texas though, right? Like they didn't know that they yeah. did. Uh, oh, cool. Okay, well, that's definitely great to know. Uh, but like the biggest thing though, like uh, with with it uh, with the show tunes. I mean, the idea is is awesome. Uh, have you ever thought about doing something like, like maybe on a, at a convention at the same kind of de- oh, to the same kind of level of that? That is what, yeah, that's what that idea evolved into. Um, Cause Jacqueline, my trainer from Tootsome who now lives with me also, um, mm-hmm. who also hosts at a lot of conventions as just Kirsty, Um, She was like, you should do it at conventions because people will love it. 
Um, and as I'm, as I have sort of, you know, worked conventions myself and talked to a lot of these actors, I'm, hope, I'm hoping to find people that I know would really be game for it because I know a lot of folks are tired from working so much during the week. And then mm -hmm. the conventions is kind of the chill time to just meet and talk with fans and not really perform again. Yeah. Um, but I know like with somebody like Rico, like I know that he's going to be down for anything and everything. So we could just at this point, which I've been blessed to be in a show with him and have, you know, people who know us as a duo, we could just kind of do our own thing, which hopefully, yeah. you know, maybe we'll work on something and do that. Cause that'd be amazing. That would um, be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 I do, I would love to do it at conventions. Um, but I think as for right now, I want to stick to doing the interviews and then doing panels at conventions. Mm -hmm. So just doing like a theater based discussion. We got to do one at Metrocon in 2021. Mm. Um, and I haven't been able to do another one since, but I, I would really love to get these theater folk talking about it more, especially at a, in a convention setting. It was super fun when we did it the first time. And now that I am part of the community, like officially it, mm -hmm. I think I could get a little more elbow leverage in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely, I mean, you're definitely making, making some, uh, making, definitely putting, uh, uh, putting some room for your, for yourself uh in the field so there you go i hope so, so man we're yeah. trying our best <laughs> yeah that, that is so that's so great uh i was just kind of wondering though too because you said you go to a lot of different i'm assuming you go to a lot of different conventions and stuff or you did at one point in time like do you have like a fave like like what what's some of your do you have any favorite cons that you would suggest or like that you uh that, that you hold dear like what was one of your favorite oh, man. going to really anime frontier <laughs> anime frontier is like the best run it's just like anime NYC, obviously it's also a left field show and is an incredibly run, but it's just so huge. Mm -hmm. I think anime frontier is perfect for me because it's not as huge. I know a lot of the people there. I know the people who run it now. And like <laughs> also every year that it's happened, Kirsty and I host some of the Q and A's. So that's always my, I mean, it's my favorite thing to do at a convention, um, yeah. but it's just so organized and so good and they know what they're doing. And it's always just a great experience and they always just it's just such a good such a good show i do a great love show. that show yeah I, I i definitely support that show a lot too because mm -hmm. like even even uh I, well first of all i used to travel all over the place for conventions and stuff yeah and, and uh, because of the pandemic i kind of been kind of more of an introverted kind of level of uh mm -hmm. of traveling but like uh but uh every frontier though like the the not only the back staff cares not only that the uh that the, the people are in control on the backside of it is just really awesome folks and stuff they just I really want that show to grow, like uh, yeah. to grow to a point where it's like, okay, this is the go-to. The, uh, maybe not as big as NMA, NMA, NYC. That might be crazy. But, right. But, I don't know but, if the Fort Worth Convention Center can handle that. But Yeah. They would need to go somewhere else at that point. It's like, nah, Fort Worth Convention Center is perfectly fine. And it's nice. It's like, it's nice enough space where you can actually sit, go up front and talk to folks and stuff and uh, without feeling like you're being pressured to yeah. going into it, you know? So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I totally love it. You're totally right. Um, and, uh, uh, and like, and uh, you're relatively new. Like, it's your second year of voice acting, and landed, and you landed your first lead as Tomo Azawa in, uh, in Tomo Chan is a girl. Like, how? Like, what was your like, like ex expectation? Like, how did like how did you feel initially when uh, when you when you got that role? Like, uh, first off, I thought it wasn't going to happen because the it was it was very different from typical castings, especially nowadays with how quickly things quickly the turnaround like you know you audition for it you wait a couple weeks and then you get the email you're recording the next day the episode's out in two weeks like it's like bam um but for tomo it was a special situation obviously because 
it was an Aniplex Crunchyroll collaboration. So it wasn't like the Japanese was already done. Then we send it over to the, you know, the English dub and then it's quick, 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 quick turnaround. I recorded the trailer in July of 2022 and then the show didn't come out until January of 2023. Wow. So in between, um, and then we started recording in October. So those three months between July and October, I was like, they're going to change directions. They just wanted Caitlin to direct the trailer and not the actual show. They're going to go with somebody else who has a bigger name, who has a different title. Like there's no way she just needed me because I was available and they needed a quick turnaround for the trailer. Cause that was, we recorded it on a Wednesday and then it aired at anime expo on either a Friday or a Saturday. So it was such a quick for that. It was like, she needed somebody ASAP. So I was like, okay, it was, that was just for the trailer. My sound fit just this little, these little three lines or whatever. Um, I was totally convinced that they were going to pick somebody else, even though she was like, Hey, what's your availability in, in, you know, fall winter, this show is going to come out and I would love for you to play the lead. We don't know for sure if it's going to be, you know, the same, if I'm going to be directing it, but as of right now, that's what's set to happen. Um, so I was like, there's no way, like, this is a, there's no way that that's for real. And then on top of it being real, I came in for my first session in October and she's like, surprise, Rico is playing your, your opposite. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about? What do you mean? So, I mean, it just, it's still to this day after it's been, this whole show's been out for almost a year now. And I'm like, I still don't, it still doesn't feel like it's for real. Like, yeah, that's weird on the process that you just said. Like, so you said that they, so they made the anime like coincide because I'm assuming Crunchyroll was putting money in on this uh, for the, for the series itself. Or so this wasn't something that you were like mimic uh, uh, recording, uh, recording your lines and then sending it back to them. They they actually waited, uh, it, it it just took a longer longer time to make like to produce yeah it was it's um it wasn't as i guess a quick turnaround they wanted to take the time and really spend time on getting it all together and the japanese and english dropped on the same day so mm. when i went into record the animation was done the japanese was done um but it was much earlier in the process of making the show than it is typically with other shows normal um like is some there? some some dubs, like the whole show is done in uh-huh. Japanese, and then we get the English dub, and then we do it like that. Yeah, but this was, was like thinking. it was super super early in the process. Like when I recorded the trailer, like you know, we didn't have the rest of the materials yet. It was just like they had. I'm sure they had animated the show, but I mean, it was. I don't know that I don't exactly know because you know English yeah. dub is like the last yeah. step in anything. But um, mm-hmm. it was it was super super different. So compared to like how you normally or what you normally experienced, like, you know, the other roles that you've kind of played, like to what this was, like, was this better to you or was oh, this kind of man, a- it was so much more special because the team was so much more closely involved. And also we had Sally who was in the Japanese cast and the English cast. So like when her whole team came to Texas to record, I got to meet her and her team. And it was like, it was just such as it was so special. It was so, it was such a unique experience and the care put into that specific series like it mm. we don't we don't get to feel that with a lot of the other shows because it's just so quick and there's so many shows coming out but i mean i have a, a um an original art piece from the japanese director oh, like wow. with my name on it like to lexi nieto with like a drawing of tomo and i'm like this doesn't happen like even rico was like i've never 
had something like this sent to me. So it was That it, is awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh, wackadoodle do, man. I don't I don't I don't know what I did to deserve <laughs> all this, but I I'm, I'm sure grateful. Hey, but the whole thing on top of that, though, too, is like, man, it's like they just like what was the reason why? I mean, so you have no idea why the show was picked to go this way. It just it just happened that way. Like, I, completely? I, I probably should do more research as to why. But that I, is... they, it was a special I, I think it was something mm-hmm. to do with the manga creator as well. Like they were very involved in the making of the show and they cared mm-hmm. a lot about it. So it was I mean, it was just everybody who was involved cared a whole lot and wanted it to be the best that it could be. That is incredibly fascinating. I did not know that. That's really cool. And, uh, uh, I kind of lost my place, but let me see. That's all good. It's all good. Oh gosh. Okay. And like, and and like you did a great job in the series. Excuse me. Yeah. I like, I like the, uh, you base, you basically were like when you, when you, when you, uh, you were the voice of Tomo, it was a perfect, you were a perfect match for, for what I was expecting it to be. Uh, but Shout like, Caitlin, that's yeah, all Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, it's, uh, yeah, Caitlin is a beast when it comes to this kind of stuff, but she's been doing true. it for years though. Absolutely true. <laughs> this girl's known. Uh, but like, and I, but I can see some similarities between like Tomo, the character, and you, the actor. Like, how much did you, uh, did you put into playing Tomo in the series? I mean, if you mean like how much did I have to like personality wise itself yeah like it's just it's it was so it wasn't a lot of like trying to be honest like you know also with me like it's it's I don't want to say excuse me I don't want to say it's like easy for me to drop in or whatever but like especially Mm -hmm. for a character like that there's not a lot of real imagination and pretending that I have to do because it's so one-to-one i mean obviously i'm not super strong and i can't beat anybody up and you know win at all karate matches and you know uh dodgeball and all that stuff (laughs) but like the experiences of like struggling with gender identity and sounding like i do and people being like especially the comment section for tomo being like that's actually a boy it's not surprise um (laughs) wow really and like dealing with yeah dealing with tomboy stuff dealing like how do i get my crush to like me back i'm not girly enough for my crush to like me back all that all that jazz i i totally get it girl and also it was amazing not to have to do a voice Mm -hmm. and just be the character and be able to be myself and go crazy and not have to adjust my pitch or anything because i think i that's something i really struggle with Mm -hmm. um so it was it was so i mean it's just a a blessing really to be able to just be her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just basically you well i mean yeah you just made she just made caitlin probably was like yeah this is this is definitely her like did you work with caitlin with any other any other thing before yes, uh, before this absolutely oh my headphones are falling oh yeah oh. um <laughs> yes i think that is that is well i don't think i know because there would have been no other way for her to know me for this for this role mm-hmm. um i had done some walla for her because she had subbed for another show that i'd been doing walla for so i was like in her booth with three other people, whatever, doing background stuff and doing bits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that, because she's ridiculous and can remember what people sound like, is amazing. I don't know. I just popped in there that one time. Um, she cast me as Valkyrie in Talktopi Destiny. Um, and so we got to work together on one episode for that, because the second episode I was in, um, Natalie Rose, who was the AD for that show, directed mm-hmm. me. Um, and then I did another thing of bits and Walla for her, um on a movie she was directing and just like background parts for i think the last episode of talked and then that literally was that session that she said okay hop out of the booth i have a question for you and then 
offered me the role. So it was, again, I didn't audition for it. This was a very, it was such a crazy process that they were like, the trailer's coming out this weekend. We need somebody right now. Can you do it? I was like, ah, I guess. I don't know. Um, Unbelievable. That is incredible. Yeah, so just from working with her a couple times, she was kind enough to take a huge chance on me. So I hope it worked out for the best. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it definitely it definitely did for the <laughs> the best though. Yes. So like yes, cool. <laughs> it's like score did it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, finally, my uh, my uh, last question to you is like uh, you, like I said, you're you're new to like like you're fairly new. I'm sorry to bring it up all the time, but just oh no, to I'm definitely a little fresh faced baby. Yeah, like, do you have like person like uh any goals or personal goals of what you're wanting to make this career to be uh to be like? Is this like something that that you're? Well, you said you're wanting to end up being in theater, but like, are there any like short term goals uh, within your within your voice acting career that you're that you're planning on wanting to do? Oh man, I mean, I just I I just want to be in there, I guess. Just and also, I would love to do more convention stuff and bring Shonen Show Tunes to conventions. Like, even if I'm not booking roles anymore, that's okay. I would just be thrilled to still be in the conventions guys, and the community of voice actors and be able to provide them with that avenue of showing their theater skills or at least being able to talk about it at conventions. Um, I know that that's, that's more of a long-term thing, I guess, but <laughs> that really is the biggest thing, especially now that a lot of theater idols are going to voiceover things with like has been hotel and hell of a boss and all those kinds of things. I'm like, Oh my God, the crossover is crazy. Like yes. one of my favorite Broadway actors, Bryce Pinkham, who is the original Monty Navarro in a gentleman's guide to love and murder, which is my favorite musical ever in the whole wide world. He mm. sat next to Marissa. Like his table was next to Marissa's at <laughs> SAC anime, I think. And oh, I was wow. like, this is, this is too much for me. This is like the crossover <laughs> is breaking my brain. And I was like, I want to, I want to be in there. I want to get involved however I can. So whether that be directors being kind enough to book me for more things and getting my name more out there in that sense, um, or just, you know, really hitting the ground running and getting Shonen Show Tunes up and running and getting mm -hmm. more people to know about it. Um, I just, I just want to be involved in the community in any way that I can. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you're uh, definitely wanting to be a part of the community. Uh, community uh, uh, by all means, man. But that that is so so cool. It's really it's really awesome. Uh, oh, thank you so uh, yes. much. Uh, Le uh, Lexi, is there if uh, also just uh, is there a like if you'd like to plug in a place where folks can like follow you, check you out, see what your plan your plans of your future plans and stuff like where where could people check you out at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. I check everything all the time. So Twitter and Instagram are pretty good places. You can find me either way. Um, but I'm most active on Instagram, which is just my name, Lexi Nieto, L-E-X-I-N-I-E-T-O. And then uh, Twitter's the same, except there's an underscore between my first and last names because at Lexi Nieto was taken by a girl who hasn't used Twitter since 2013. It's very frustrating. <laughs> I wish it was uh, a system to just to just to, to get on. I know, I totally understand that. It's so silly. Uh, but, and also my website, for like professional stuff if you're into that it's just also my name.com lexinieto.com <laughs> yes yes oh check out her youtube dude like y'all oh, need to check man. out her youtube yeah that's yeah. It, yeah that's that's true i should say that <laughs> um, but i post about that stuff on on my instagram and twitter yeah um when it comes out uh but yes shonen show tunes is on youtube right now i also have a web page if you want to see more stuff about shonen show tunes which is in fact lexinieto.com slash shonen show tunes um hmm. Yeah, that's what's what's <laughs> up and coming. Get it cooking. Get more yes. people knowing about it. 
That's that's it. That's how it is. That's what networking is. You have to network. Get older oh, beyond that grind. <laughs> I hate calling it that, but true. Like, cause like I genuinely do. I was like, I want to be friends with these people. Like, actually, capital F friends. Like, I want to. I was like, how's how did you and your wife or husband meet? Like, how did you know? How's your kids? Like, I want to know that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, it's actually funny because, like, the way I decided to do this show was because it was funny because, like, I went to a um, convention and uh, uh, I don't remember the name of the convention, but, like, uh, like I went to a convention and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go meet Zeno Robinson. I've never met Zeno yes! Robinson before. Oh, my God, what a cool I want, guy. Yeah, I wanted to talk to him. And then, and then uh, but then they decided, uh, so they were, they so I was there on time waiting for the interview, uh, the, interv- the interview slot that I was slated for. Yeah. Uh, and then they were like, Oh, uh, uh, Zeno's going to be a little late. It's going to be like 15 minutes late or so. I'm like, okay, that's no problem. So then 15 minutes goes by. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, they're, they're just now getting on the bus to get over here to the uh, venue. It's going to take about another 15 or 20 minutes. So I was like, okay, fine. I mean, I'm, I'm still like an hour before the, the it opens. And then like 40 minutes later, they say, yeah, Zeno isn't coming. And I'm oh, like, man. yeah. So I was kind of like, upset not like upset at him but more like upset about like you the go through situation. the whole process yeah, yeah exactly scheduling it, can be super yeah. traffic, huh? so i and i was like then i just got to a realization then i was like you know this is probably the worst place to talk to folks because they're not there i mean don't get me wrong they're here they're here for the fans but they're also here for money you know they're they're, they're here for their career and then like and stuff like that and i don't want to and i didn't want to impose anymore so i decided you know let me try making this let me let, let me just make this podcast and see if it's possible to get people in in a more settled, you know, environment and like, and, and they can just talk whatever they want to talk about like this. That's what right. I love because it's like, it's not just about your, 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 uh, your career and stuff. I mean, it's a little bit about it, but it's also about you being the person to uh, being uh, a person. Yeah, too. You know? I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed it. No, I love these kind of conversations. It's just like something that you will not get at a convention. And I definitely appreciate it. Right, Cause it's just the, t- it. you know, they, everybody's go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there you go. But no, no I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know where I was going with this. But anyways, it's all but, good. <laughs> but uh, Lexi, thank you so much for geeking out with me today. It was oh awesome. my god, anytime, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's my favorite thing to do. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and guys, if you want, if you like this interview with Lexi Nieto, uh, you can also check out our other interviews that we have done in the past Van on Bar our Jr. website. Van Bar Junior, woo! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to our big website, confreaksgeeks.com, or it's on all podcast services out there. So once again, this is Davis signing out. Y'all, take it easy.